970 WAMD Aberdeen and this is the Hartford Edge keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Hartford County and beyond. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee Smith from the Hartford County Public Library and I'm here with Bob Mumby. The Hartford Edge is brought to you each week by your Hartford County Public Library. Today we'll be speaking with Karen Blandford, Executive Director of Habitat for Humanity Susquehanna. Good morning Bob Mumby. Good morning ladies. Ah, the snow's behind us, I think. Snow's behind us, but um, we have to drive through the Everglades yes, now we do to, to get to this, uh, <laughs> this, this outpost radio station. <laughs> Captain Jim, I'm coming to see you. <laughs> I brought my boots. <laughs> That's right, and my water skis. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we're going to not do a courtesy thing. We're going to do something that's going to be about courtesy okay that could change something choose civility related well you tell me <laughs> okay um uh air pods are these earbuds without yep without um the cords right so you just put these little things in your ear and you can listen to your right music they're too expensive for my budget so i don't have them <laughs> well <clears throat> it it has a feature on the iphones okay where you just hit a button called Listen Live. Okay. And you can listen, like, if you want to... Pretend that you... Well, if you want to, you could turn up the volume if you're in a meeting. Gotcha. And maybe you just want to hear it louder. Okay. But you can also leave your phone in your bag and leave the room to go to the restroom or go outside. And still hear the meeting. And still hear the meeting. Amazing. Wow, and hear people say, what was he thinking wearing those shoes with those pants? Right. So first of <laughs> all... where my mind goes. <laughs> first of all, would you do that? I would not. Bull. <laughs> I would don't you, think Karen? I would. Would you leave the room and leave your phone on so that you can listen to what was going on in the meeting? I, I might if I really wanted to know what was happening in the meeting and just really really had to go to the bathroom it was an inconvenient time but i would probably get the technology wrong and it would <laughs> play music that. it would be I, reversed like I, leslie nielsen in airplane that, where he's, right. he's peeing in that's the hole <laughs> that's, <right. laughs> yeah, that's funny karen that would probably happen to me too yeah, yeah. so everybody in the meeting would hear you in the exactly, restroom <laughs> exactly so um would you tell the people it, in the meeting you were leaving, by the way, my, I'm going to be listening live so I don't miss anything. Oh, yeah, definitely. I probably would. I don't want to hear what people say about me when I'm not in the room. It's just common courtesy, yeah. I think, to let people know if they're, if mm -hmm. they're being taped in 
in any way. Well, I, I in commercial real estate, there's a lot of negotiations, too. Right. And if I'm meeting with a client and their broker about, like I'm meeting with a client at a broker tape, mm-hmm. there's a property that we're asking a million nine fifty for, a big industrial mm-hmm. property. I know they're going to probably want to pay a little less. Right. So I have a dilemma. If I leave the room, mm-hmm. I know they're going to talk about the what deal. they're going to offer right. and what my client may or may not take, which is really taking advantage. So I would have to say, by the way. Yes. Right. You, you would not have, do that first, secretly. Yeah. You yeah. Would. Well, and you might have legal liability. If, if well, that's going to be interesting. And just like with drones. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, just like if you're recording phone conversation. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you have to notify the person. Um, so, just like with drone technology, there is so much new case law on that. Oh, I bet. With liabilities and, you know, mm-hmm. well, one guy didn't get invited to his neighbor's barbecue, so he had a drone fly over and start saying nasty things <gasps> to the guy. And his, oh, my his guest. Word. Is that against the law? Well, it certainly is against good taste. Yeah. There you go. So The law of good taste. (laughs) It's going to be interesting. And then you could flip it on someone's head. If Mm -hmm. you know that they're listening and they don't know that you know that they're listening, you could say lots of things. You could Um, have a lot of fun with it, but but it's more. I think there will be more fist fights than fun. I agree. All righty, let's do some trivia. (laughs) Okie dokie. Some Friday morning trivia. Okay, let's get started. What igneous rock has a density less than water? Less than water. Oh, Karen's raising her hand. Lava. Close. Darn. Pumice. Yes. Yep. yep. Well, well, which yep. is, right? Yeah, which is yep. Very Lava. good. That's impressive. I can't wait to get into this interview because it sounds like you <laughs> have a right. lot That's right. That's excellent. That is. All right. All right. Published in 1906, White Fang is a novel about a wolf dog written by which American author? Jack. London. Good job. Amen. Tag team in here. I love it. Okay. A league is equivalent to how many nautical miles at sea? Um... I'm out. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's like, I'm done. It's single digit. Six. Three. Three. Yep. I had no idea the answer to that. Do you one. know the difference between a nautical mile and a mile? No. This is it's, it's really cool. A nautical mile is equal to one. Um, the uh, one uh, minute on of. Longitude. Going. Okay. Oh, so, because wow. it's not the same with latitude going around because right. the Earth is it, the latitude. You know, the meridians are out of uh, parallel, but mm-hmm. the, the 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 latitude lines <laughs> are say. equal. So every minute, like 360 degrees, right. is a nautical mile. Wow. And a knot is how long it takes you. Uh, um, to go, uh, how far you go in an hour on that. Ah. That's why airplanes and um, ships use it. Because wow. they did a lot of their dead reckoning based on that. 
And I'm sorry our listeners missed all of Bob's hand gestures when he was describing <laughs> that. <laughs> so help me understand. All right. What is the only snake in the world that builds a nest for its eggs? The only snake in the world that builds a nest for its eggs. Is it poisonous? Yes. That narrows it down. How many non-poisonous do we have? Um, why do I feel like rattlesnake? I don't know. Rattlesnake? My wild feel guess. again. <laughs> huh? My wild guess was a cobra, but it's a cobra, a king yes. cobra. That's now, and you just wonder why. Like why nature made it so that's the only snake that builds a nest for its eggs. And Interesting. how does it build the nest using you know, I don't its know. Body parts, you know, it can grab a maybe stick. Maybe it digs a hole with its head. Maybe it digs so, something. Yeah. I don't. It probably has to, to do that with out. that that wiggling capillary action that it Stop uses it. to to move. It probably Stop uses it. it stays still and uses it to move the dirt. <laughs> or he makes somebody else do it or I will bite you. <laughs> All right. What are the official winter and summer sports of Canada? Winter and summer. Winter well, is pretty easy. Winter is hockey. Okay, yep. I was going to say if it's not hockey, then it's a trick question. Uh, is lacrosse yes. the summer sport? Good job, Bob. Very good. That's good where job. it was invented. It's a, it's a Native Americans yes. in Canada good used job. to play it. Yep, ice hockey and lacrosse. You guys are whizzing right through these. <laughs> what is the largest country located entirely in Europe? The largest country. So that rules out Russia. Yes. Um, is it France? It is not I, France. I would think Germany has more land area. It's more Eastern European. Oh, dear. Oh. Yeah. So, Bulgaria, Romania. Keep going. Czechoslovakia. Keep going. Slovenia. Little. Starts with the U. Ukraine? Yes. Oh. Oh, okay. We get, <laughs> I get fooled we by former SSRs. <laughs> we, we have some work to do there. You guys are doing great. Jim Davis was the cartoonist behind which widely syndicated comic strip? Garfield. Yes. Good job. And incidentally, that strip turned 40 in December. 40 oh my God. years. Wow. That's I know. an old cat. Yes, it is. My it's son had sassy. all those books. Did he really? And he had, he had to memorize. He didn't need to memorize them, but you, you asked to take out the, on the back of the, one of the older books uh -huh. that has all the other 60. What was the fourth one? Oh, Garfield takes a nap. You know, and he had them all remember. <laughs> wow. Those books are probably worth money today because I'm sure they're... <laughs> we have the whole a whole wall of Calvin and Hobbes. And... Oh, I oh, loved Calvin and Hobbes. My yeah, yeah, I loved Calvin and Hobbes. All right. Who appeared on the cover of the first issue of People magazine on March 4th, 1974? I did actually know this because I'm a People fan. Female. Actress? Uh, actress. Or model. She's an actress. She was a model, and now she's an activist. Married to a former, formerly married to a playwright, Manhattan, New York City, controversy. Yes. Um, he's very right. controversial. She is too. Um, Jessica Lang. No, uh, not Jane Fonda. No. Um, starts with an M. First name starts with an M. Last name starts with an F. 
We're going to get this. You are. You are. Well, I'm glad we are, because <laughs> I'm not. Um, um, Marilyn French? No. <laughs> that was a good guess, though. That was a good guess. They adopted a lot of children. Mia Farrow. Yeah. Okay, See, you should give up. <laughs> Wasn't she married to Sinatra, too? I believe she was for a short yeah, time. Yeah. And Andre Previn. Rosemary's yeah, Baby. A lot of drama in that whole world. Okay. The two of them. Okay. American Gothic, a 1930 portrait depicting a farmer and his daughter posing in front of their house, was painted by which artist? Nathaniel Wood. No. No. Nathan Last name is correct. Nathaniel. First name is incorrect. It's so not Nathaniel? Nathan? Grant. Grant Wood. Oh, Grant I get Wood. Nathaniel. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So you get half a point on that, Bob. All right. What inland U.S. state has the longest shoreline? Michigan. Good job. Guess Karen, from you... where I'm from. Oh, okay. <laughs> you <laughs> had the inside scoop on yeah. that. Now, did they teach you that in school? Like, was that something that oh, was just... Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. The, Detroit is closer to Newark, New Jersey than it is to the tip of the Upper Peninsula. Yes. It takes as long to drive from Baltimore to Grand Rapids, Michigan, where I'm from, than from the tip of Michigan, where you come in at Toledo, okay. to the top of, of the Upper Peninsula, where you go into Wisconsin. Are you kidding it me? It is a huge state. Wow. A huge state. I and, don't think I knew that. And those beaches mm -hmm. on that shoreline are stunning. Really? Absolutely stunning. Really? No sharks, no salt, no jellyfish. Huh. Wow. What's the water temperature? Uh, cold. Cold, yeah. In, except around uh, July, August, it, it gets warm enough to be nice and, and crisp. So you go in, okay. Swimming, and oh, you definitely okay. go in. Okay, no jellyfish. No jellyfish. Wow. I might be in No that. other things. No foam. Which you don't know what the foam is when you're down at the beach. And it's different color every day. And you're like, yeah. what is it now? Yeah, there's nothing natural about that <laughs> foam. That's true. And the other thing is, I never realized, but you did, uh, the, the storms on Lake Superior mm -hmm. are like ocean storms. You oh, would sure. never sure. realize that. These, these are not small lakes. Now, are the beaches super crowded in July and August? It depends uh, where. Okay. And there are some tourist areas where beaches can get crowded. Okay. Um, my favorite beach in the entire state never gets real crowded. Ah, a little um, secret gem. Well, not that secret. It's just that Lake Michigan is huge. Right. And so there's, there's a out. lot of beach. There's wow. A lot of beach. I would never have thought that. So that's something I learned today. Um, I've never been... I'm the only great, well, I guess I, I guess I've seen four of them, um, but I've never been anywhere in Michigan other than Detroit and its suburbs. Me too. Well, when you're from Western Michigan, Detroit's not part of the state, so there's more really? places to explore. Oh, uh, and so, so supposedly and, and, beautiful. And, and, could I suggest the Traverse City area has some of the best 
wineries around. Wow. And, and there's a wine trail that is just superb for a vacation. So and then you can go on, on the huge sand dunes and play and hike. It's, it's We're going to send the Traverse area. City Chamber of Commerce this show. Yes. Yeah. And you're going to get gift certificates <laughs> yes. galore in the mail yes. for being I a totally good emissary. Agree. I tell you, they are pretty awesome. So you must miss it. I do. Mm -hmm. I, I have. I inherited a little cabin there from my dad, and can't wait to go um, fish some trout this this spring. Oh my goodness! So, Bob, I think that answers your first question. Are you from Hartford County? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, not originally. Nope. Well, that's great. Nope. Carol Kuiper, I was just talking to you. Know Carol? Yes. She's a, uh -huh. a from that. Up there, Western Michigan, too, I think. I, I think we've talked about it, but I can't remember okay. where she's from. Yeah. Okay, well, we hit trivia out of the park. You guys totally did. I'm thanks impressed. To my, thanks to my partner. <laughs> I need to make the questions more difficult. Um, we're just going to do a few. I had to print them out. There's a few interesting <laughs> Today in History entries. Excellent. Um, I always like those, too. And this I don't know how to take, but in 1907, okay. which is hundred. Twelve years ago, um, President Theodore Roosevelt signed an Immigration Act which excluded, quote, idiots, imbeciles, feeble-minded persons, epileptics, and insane persons from being admitted to the United States. Wow. Was there, I see, now we just know the connotation to be, they're, they're insults. Right. But evidently, they, they were a classification. Right. Because it was, it made it into a. A oh, congressional right. act. Idiots wow. and imbeciles. Wow. It didn't really work, did it? <laughs> <laughs> not when used as an adjective. Definitely not. And only 57 years ago, John Glenn was, John Glenn orbited the earth. Oh, my Do you believe that's 57 years ago? You guys weren't born yet. I was almost born, but I was not born. I was around. Um, you were barely around, Bob. What? In, in, um, 57 years ago. I was ago. born December 58. Okay. George Washington signed an act in 1792 creating the use the post office. Okay. Um, I still think the post office for 49 cents or whatever it is now, to mail something from the East Coast to the West Coast is a good deal. Yes, it and is. And to get there in yes, a yep. short amount of time. Absolutely. People who complain about the post office... <clears throat> 36 years ago, The Feminine Mystique was first published by Betty, Betty Friedan. That was one of my favorite books in college. I love that book. In 1968, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood debuted. My other, that was my all-time favorite show growing up. I loved him. Beginning a 31-season run. Has anyone seen the Tom Hanks movie? I haven't seen it yet. No. No, but I'm no. sure it's going to be great. Yeah. And... 37 years ago, California struck down the death penalty. Okay. Um, and that's it. Oh, 39 years ago, Miracle on Ice took place. Wow. In um, I remember that. Lake Placid, New York. And Andy Warhol would have been 90 today. Oh, my goodness. And 22 years ago, the scientists in Scotland announced they cloned an adult mammal, a sheep named... Sheep. Dolly. Very good. See? Karen, you are coming back on this show. 
Well, Very this good. is making me feel good. My husband's the trivia king. Oh, I hope and, he's listening. And I lose any trivia. So, well, hey. I hope I he is listening. Yeah. He will be bragging on you. Well, we'll have you back with him on. And, <laughs> and we'll ask and impossible ones. That's and we'll right. give you the answers ahead <laughs> like of time. the ones that you <laughs> asked me. <laughs> yeah, we did. Who would I do with that? With, um, I think. Um, Amy from. A yeah, Amy uh, McClaskey. Yep, Amy McClaskey. And I asked all these physics questions, and oh, I didn't tell yeah. Leslie, and I gave her the answer. Ahead of oh, time. Oh, no. So she's, like, rattling them off, and I'm, like, looking at her. <laughs> and then she started laughing because she has a great smile, and she couldn't keep it inside. <laughs> all righty. A uh, little bit of news laced with observations. Um, then we'll get, go to a break. Uh, breath of fresh air, Dr. Sean Bolson. Uh, the new school superintendent. Uh, um, and I think people are trying to figure out how to take him because he's being frank, he's being constructive, mm -hmm. and he's laying everything out. And, you know, I, I think people are still trying to say, Not used to that. what is he getting at right. here? <laughs> uh, I was at the chamber thing last night and I told him that. Um, but uh, his, his what he presented the other night to help uh, solve this budget uh, impasse it was really just brilliant. It was, it wasn't pie in the sky. It was very frank and honest with everyone and respectful. And he really laid out what position he was in and what he was trying to do. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's really a great sign, um, and I'm very encouraged by that. We just have to realize that. How do we deal with someone who doesn't have Who's five different agendas? Right. We don't know how to handle it. <laughs> that everyone needs to let them get settled into the, yeah. you know. And the new part is good, too, because you, yeah. you have to make a really, a lot of really tough decisions you when do. you're trying to apportion money mm -hmm. uh, between a lot of different co uh, competing stakeholders. And I just want to say um, God bless the family and friends of this young gentleman, um, uh, Timothy Youngquist, who was uh, delivering food oh, from a shopping center a in Joppa story. and was shot and killed on the route. And I don't know if you know Larry Delbridge and his wife. They own the town pub mm -hmm. and grill down there. Mm -hmm. And that they just had a fundraiser, right? um, fundraiser for mm -hmm. him. And his fiance was there. And just, just supposedly a great guy. Um, by all accounts, and working hard, and, and went out really with, the, with the package of it food. Is. So we all we can't can never quote let our guard down. I mean, it's I'm true. not saying walk around quivering in fear, but you you never know who's around you and what mm -hmm. stage of desperation they're in, or mm -hmm. where their head is. We're yep. not. Um, so Have they caught the person who did it, or the. You know what? I don't know. I don't know that either. I haven't heard that they have. Mm -hmm. um, so then there's no closure. Yeah. Um, I, they could find that, you know, it was an order called in. Mm -hmm. So. That would be the first. I used to deliver for a liquor store mm -hmm. in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. They also did that, too. Huh? Uh, did really? Too did they have delivery in Maryland? They know. did when he, he went to Towson and it was one of his favorite jobs. 
he's like, I had the same people on Friday ordered two gallons of bourbon, and the guy would answer the door in his top, in his hat, fedora, and his underwear, and, oh, and they... Wow. I had all those yeah, regulars. Yeah, and he bought, like, two cartons of cigarettes for, you know, with the alcohol, and he's like, looking back now, those people. Yeah. <laughs> One guy and his wife, he'd ordered two quarts of malt liquor and a pint of Seagram 7 for her. <laughs> For their oh, Friday man. night. <laughs> the wife got the menthol cigarettes, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, when I was delivering, one time a bunch, of, a bunch of kids called in an order. And it was like a four-story walk-up apartment building and for the fourth floor. Okay. So the order was small, but I had, I had the, the car I used was a gremlin oh, that the liquor oh, store gremlin. had with this. Yeah plastic back window that didn't lock or anything so they just called in to take everything else out of the gremlin while i was up oh, on the fourth floor my gosh so that's probably how this happened where yeah. they just called to get the guy out there in and, the area yep but that's really desperate i mean how oh. much cash does a delivery guy for a chinese restaurant carry? Yeah. it's just horrible yep yep um okay are we going to take a little break? Sure. All right. When we come back, we'll be talking with Karen Blanford, Executive Director of Habitat for Humanity Susquehanna. Hartford County Public Library's annual winter reading program for adults and high school students is in full swing. With the theme of Eat, Drink, Read, the second course, it runs through March the 2nd. Adults are encouraged to read or listen to at least five books, high school students, three. Upon completion, you'll receive this year's special collector's mug while supplies last. You can sign up at hcplonline.org or visit a local library. Numerous special events will take place during this year's winter reading program. The highlight is an evening with chef and author John Shields on January 31st from 6 to 8 p.m. at the Abington Library. He will discuss his new book, The Chesapeake Kitchen, followed by a book signing and photo op. Tickets are $25 per person and include a copy of his new cookbook and a winter reading canvas market bag. Buy your ticket at hcplonline.org. Sponsors of the 2018-2019 Winter Reading Program are Harford County Public Library Foundation, Klein Shopper, Schaefer, McLaughlin, and Stouffer, LLC, and Friends of Harford County Public Library. Visit hcplonline.org for more information. Welcome back. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Harford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby, and this is the Harford Edge. We're so delighted today to have, Chris, to have um, Karen Blanford, Executive Director of Habitat for Humanity Susquehanna, with us today. Karen is the Executive Director of Habitat for Humanity, overseeing a team of professionals and volunteers building six new homes, repairing another 40, running Restore, and helping over 100 families with financial literacy every single year. She has been at the helm for six years. Prior to that, she ran a statewide organization of similar nonprofits, spent many years in Westminster running housing and community development programs, and was a commercial industrial real estate appraiser. Jeez, you've been busy. Or I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Karen, and thanks so much for coming on today. Thank you. Are you looking for appraising work? Because uh, <laughs> we do a ton of commercial real say, estate. I you have met your... Uh... No, I think I'm, I'm pretty firmly in the nonprofit realm now. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, we could not pay you. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> 
You could or be a nonprofit you could, appraiser. You could give us real estate in exchange. Oh, <laughs> oh way to that. turn that right around. Okay, well, Good you job. know what? We should talk about that because um, often there's people own a lot of land, and they do occasionally mention. Uh-huh. We'd like to donate. Like we're working with one because I'm on the board of Shore Hope, mm-hmm. a, a very generous family that we're trying to uh, acquire some of the land for okay. our group uh, recovery home. Um, <clears throat> so that might awesome. be. You give we, me a fact we, sheet. We absolutely take donations of real estate. Um, uh, we we're evaluating one possible donation now. Uh, where we look for to build new homes. We look for infill lots in any of the the towns, so okay. lots that may have public water and sewer on them. Um, real estate agents send us your leads. We are always looking for land. Very little gets donated to us, so okay. we tend to need to buy it. But uh, let's talk. Absolutely. So, well, let's get uh, start with that. If folks out there. Want to talk about donating land or volunteering or giving money? Where do they go? Who do they call? What website, etc.? We'll say that during and after as well. Okay, our phone number is 410 638 4434. And if you want to talk to me, I'm at extension 2. Okay, 410 638 4434. Karen uh, is at extension 2. Yes. And the website is habitatsusk.org. Yes. Uh, That's a little confusing because people aren't uh, aren't sure what Susk is, but it's short for <laughs> Susquehanna. So it's www.habitatsusq, so Sam Useless Sam Queen, dot org. And oh, there, um, if you want to be a Habitat volunteer, you can look at the construction calendar and say, I want to build for Habitat that day and sign up for that day and, oh, wow. and just easy. show up. Yeah, oh, okay. so that you figured easy. out the training where you could just do the training on you do site. do it on, online, and, and then you're, you're all signed up. Okay. Wow. Um, that can't be any or easier. Or if you want to donate some furniture to the ReStore, and it's big and clunky, and you need it picked up. You can arrange that on AberdeenRestore.org's website. I donated some windows recently that came in. Wonderful. They were the wrong size, so the manufacturer replaced and said you can just keep them. So they were brand-new windows. Thank you You're very welcome. much. You're that's, welcome. That's an excellent donation. It solves a problem mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. It it. Uh, helps us mm-hmm. and then a hundred percent of the profit off selling those windows will go into building a new house although we will sometimes take some of the donations and put them in and a new house. house well sure <laughs> have you connected with uh the team at founded in faith ministries yet yes alicia yes. hamilton we donate um quite a lot of furniture to them and i believe that we have helped somewhere around 30 families in oh, wow. conjunction with them so Fantastic. far. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, okay. 410-638-4434. Habitat. Uh, what did you say? Sam Youthless Sam. Queen. Queen. I, <laughs> I went to school with this guy. 
That was Sam his name. Queen. Sam Useless Sam Queen. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing today. His Facebook's I don't want to know. <laughs> Tell us about Habitat for Humanity. Uh, it's uh, uh, founded in when, when, in well, the 70s? Um, we are 25 years, uh, no we're not, we're, um, Habitat for Humanity Susquehanna is 25 years old. Happy there birthday. is, uh, yeah, happy <laughs> birthday to us. Um, there is an international organization a little older than we are. We are one of 1,300 affiliates of Habitat International in the U.S. and then Habitat International um, builds in 70 countries as well throughout the world. And we all basically do the same thing. We all believe we're all legally independent. Okay. Um, where um, we make all our own policies locally, we raise all our money locally, and we serve locally. So okay. we're very geographic-centered. We serve only Cecil and Hartford counties. Okay. So we, we do regional work, but we are part of this larger network that believes that everyone should have a decent place to live. And, 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 and that goes, goes around the world. But they've only built or renovated 600,000 homes, housing 3 That's million right. people. That's right. Slouches. Exactly. <laughs> That's, the, the, That's amazing. Talk about the, making a difference. Yep. We're one of the biggest home builders in the U.S., Wow. And here in Hartford and Cecil, we've built 106 houses um, wow. locally, and we've repaired over 500 houses. Wow. So it adds up. We may sometimes we think, oh, are we making a dent because mm -hmm. we're we're building six houses this year? Um, but that adds up yeah. over over time. And the repair which I didn't know you guys did, is really key. It's our hidden secret. It Lots is. of people don't know we do that. Mm -hmm. So the repair program helps a low-income homeowner with a critical repair. It is um, grant-funded. Okay. Uh, and we have seven different funding, funding sources. Um, so it may be we do lots of roofs. We do lots of access ramps, people who have not been able to get in or out of their house on their yes. own for years. We have people call us, they haven't had heat all winter. Oh, my goodness. Um, or they, they are paying what we would pay in a mortgage payment in utility costs mm -hmm. um, on, on an inefficient house. Wow. Um, so we do a lot of repair work. We have a special program for veterans that's funded nas nationally by Home Depot called Repair Corps, and we, we love that program. We've used it to the max in both counties. I bet. Uh, there, the, the homeowner can have up to $15,000 worth of work done. Oh, my goodness. So it can transform a house. Absolutely. And do people find out about that on your website? It is all on our the, website. All the programs you just talked about? Um, or follow us on Facebook. Okay. We are on Facebook every single day um, telling you what's going on. Uh, and if you want to volunteer, you can find out what we're building 
at, at the moment, or maybe you want to do a neighborhood cleanup, we have a program called A Brush With Kindness, which is a neighborhood cleanup, and we do several um, neighborhoods a year uh, under that. Wow. Or maybe you want to be warm and cozy inside and volunteer at the Aberdeen Restore. Okay. So much. You're you know, <laughs> like, and, I, and I've been involved. I've built a house with Habitat, but it's. I knew about the restore, but everything else that you're doing is just. It's really fantastic. So, volunteers, absolutely needed. Correct. Absolutely, we use about two thousand volunteers a year to help build those six houses, and um, they come as individuals. They come as groups. It may be a group from a church or a company or a group of friends. One of the fun things coming up is Women Build, where we are looking for teams of women to do both fundraising and building. There's a little competition there and, and lots of prizes and fun things for uh, Women Build that comes what in. Is that? It is the first week in May every year. Uh, so we will be having, I think seven teams have signed up so far. Um, so that's one way to volunteer. If, if you want to volunteer as an individual, it's the easiest way is to go on the website, find the day that you want to volunteer, and then you just show up. You can have no skill at all. We will find something appropriate. Excellent. So you learn something. <laughs> Sign me up. Or you can be highly skilled, mm -hmm. and, and we, will, we will use your skills and gifts um, to their max. We are currently building a single-family house in Habitat Grace. That's our aging in place house. Okay. So if you were thinking of volunteering during the winter and it's like, oh, but it's cold and they're framing the house, well, that part's all done. It's all interior now and it's the perfect time to come join work on our aging in place house, which is a two bedroom house that's universal design the home buyer is currently in her late 60s. Okay. And so this is designed that she can um, stay in, in that house in the long term. So we're pretty, pretty excited about that home. Absolutely. Well, on the volunteer side, it, it, everyone who's listening, if you haven't done it, do it. It's one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever had in my life. And you'll probably get the chance in most cases to work alongside the person uh, who you're building the house for you're or right. their family. Yes. We, the woman who was, uh, had earned the, the house that we were building and earned is the right question and not only what they do, how, the, how they go about things, the sweat equity, mm -hmm. uh, they contribute, her and her, her dad were there most every day for the builds. So we wow. were hammering nails right next to the, the woman who, who was going to move in. And her little four and six-year-old would come by every day Aww. and we'd show them their rooms uh, as they took shape. 
uh, little Nicholas he used to go <laughs> and look out the window. There was no window. It was just some plywood and a, a framed right. uh, sash. So. Wow. That is one of the most special times when you ask one of the, the children, um, can you show me your bedroom? And they just light up. Yes. And it's their first ever bedroom in many, many cases. Um, and that, that makes it really fun. I think that's one of the unique features of Habitat that I love the most is families put in 250 to 500 hours of wow. sweat equity, as you said. So they're helping build their house. But usually when you give to a nonprofit, you know you're helping someone, mm -hmm. but you don't know who you're helping, mm -hmm. and you don't experience it through their eyes. In Habitat, you know we, we are not private about it. We will say, mm -hmm. this is Elizabeth's house, or... Or this is the Smith family, and you can meet them if you're on site. Um, they, in order to become a Habitat homeowner, they put in that sweat equity, but they also have a mortgage. It's an affordable mortgage, and so it, it, it will save them money over mm -hmm. market rent, but it's, it's not a giveaway. It's really important in Habitat that it's a hand up, not a hand out. And we do that in the repair program as well. We ask families if they can contribute up to 15% of the cost. Okay. If they can't, because some people um, that we serve are, are very, very low income in the repair program, mm -hmm. we ask them um, to volunteer in the community. So they might, we have one gentleman who for quite a while was volunteering in one of the libraries. Yay. And that's how he was paying back oh. um, his, his portion of the repair. Um, that's so creative. Yeah, well, we, that's, yeah. that's our basic philosophy. Mm -hmm. We're a Christian ministry, mm -hmm. and we have pretty strong uh, values of working together and building community. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're just not a handout. But it's a fun place. It's a fun place. I'm oh, really glad <clears throat> you had such a great experience. Oh, from the right to the beginning, it was 7 in the morning on a Saturday. We had a few trees to cut down because it was going to be three houses. Which, by the way, the second house was the, a woman-build house. And oh. ours was the Mountain Christian. Okay. And we were about 80% men. And they finished... They built their house faster than we did. <laughs> I love it. That's funny. There wasn't a lot of standing around right. saying, how do you want to do this? Or do you want to light up <laughs> like that? Just, heads, they showed they up. <laughs> more of them showed up. And they just grabbed their tool belts and started. Awesome. <laughs> Not surprised. But, Not surprised. Um, but the 7 in the morning, we show up. And uh, the, the minister from Mountain Christian... Um, the woman um, and her dad and her two little kids, we all put our arms on them, hands on them, said a prayer, uh -huh. and started to work. And six months later, uh, we were giving them the keys. So. Well, now we do it in four months. But well, we were maybe we because we were, did it in four months on that bill. We were eighty percent men. So but, oh, you're using a, a, a saber tooth there. Oh. Why aren't you using a? a but fine, Let's well, talk about you know. This. <laughs> and the great thing is, volunteers who are part of the volunteer team bring you an amazing lunch. Ooh, uh, food. 
Nice. Now that doesn't normally happen. That okay. was unique to a Mountain Christian. Well, Mountain build. Christian has 11 million members. Did you know that? <laughs> I, 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 I know that. Yep. Um, so it was great. Next to that aging in place house, um, this is what we call our revolutionary homeownership Ooh. project. We will be building three duplex buildings, so six homes oh, wow. as well. Those will start in March, and we need lots and lots of volunteers to come out for that. So it's it's going to be um, duplex in that um, it'll be two units in, in one building? In one building, okay. yes. But oh, that sounds two fun. Two individually owned homes um, in each building. They will face... South Stoke Street at, oh, at Revolution. Okay. So if, if we say this is our first subdivision. We have subdivided individual lots into two before, but this is seven houses on one lot, and we're really, truly excited about it. How close is that to the, uh, the high school uh, fo uh, ball fields? I don't know where the high school ball fields are, so I'm not sure. It's very close to the hospital. Okay. It is on the edge of the um, historic district. Okay. So we worked really hard with both the town and Maryland uh, Historic Trust to come up with a design that is compatible with the historic district. Oh, that's great. And we're hoping it will be a good example of infill construction mm -hmm. in an older area mm -hmm. that's sensitive to its surroundings. Wow. So that, is that getting started relatively soon? March, well, the March? aging in, in place house is actually the first home uh, on of those seven, and then the duplexes were in the permitting process now. Um, so um, would you prefer people go to the uh, website to sign up to be a volunteer or call you? Pro the website's the easiest if you're an individual. If you're a company and you want to do a, um, a day of service, we have lots and lots of companies that do it as day of service, it, it probably you want to call Brianne Young our volunteer coordinator um, at 410-638-4434. I believe she's extension 6, um, but okay. I'm not positive, uh, because Brianne then can, can help you set up that whole day just for your company. Um, that's a big part of the volunteer um, crews that we have are in groups. That's great. Um, it may be a sorority or a fraternity or, or a, a service club. It, it makes a very... It's a great team-building exercise. It is. Um, it is. As uh, you uh, know, and it's, uh, it's great, uh, great for any group. One um, of the last uh, times I was actually building on the build site was with, uh, with Rotary. Okay. And I was using spray foam and making one heck of a mess with it. But, you know, I got better after yeah. a while. Did we do his Lester there? <laughs> no, no. I don't think he came that day. <laughs> Lester Orsborn has... Great name. Um, I believe he's 94 now. 
That sounds about right. And he had ne had not missed a meeting. Uh, a, a, a Bel Air Rotary. Since, since 1959. Some incredible. Oh, my word. Uh, I hope he got a plaque or something. Oh, he's. Oh, a, yeah. He's beloved by, yeah. by all Rotarians. Yes. What a good example. Not <laughs> missed a meeting. Now, he missed a few, but he made them up like by, by going to other Rotaries. Oh, my <laughs> right. word. Right. They don't make them like incredible. that as much anymore, do they? Uh, so. Uh, habitat sq org. Um, we're talking about the aging in place home. The duplex in Haver de Grace is st is starting soon. Um, the Veterans uh, Re Repair Corps, uh, funded by Home Depot, and tell us about um, another hidden program, um, the financial coaching, which is amazing. Well, this this started because, you know, there are an awful lot of people here who want to be Habitat homeowners. But in order to be a Habitat homeowner, you have to have pretty good credit. Okay. And that's very hard to do when you're earning $30,000 right. a year. Right, right. Uh, so we, we used to refer people out to credit counseling, but a lot of them dropped out and so a few years back we said what if we're not referring them out what if we did the coaching and the drop-off um, now is is very minimal so if people want to um, own a house but they're not there yet right and they have to save and they have to build up their credit we help them do that with one-on-one -on -one private coaching because you don't want to tell the whole world all your business. all your business right. that's right. right but one on one um it, it it's a great help to help you focus and prioritize what you're doing with your money so that you do become eligible so we have families who may have been coached for mm -hmm. 2 years right. and then they become homeowners wow. so it's a wonderful program we're serving about 125 families this year Fun in that financial coaching. coaching yes wow. yes even if they don't build a house what a great service well so we've had at least one family and and we hope to have more that go on to buy in the private market right right um, that they their credit and income goes high enough where they they don't need to buy a habitat home they they buy wow. a market home wow or if they're still not ready to have a home or we can't build enough homes right. um, it also helps you have decent housing if you're a renter most okay. landlords check credit okay so you will get better housing if you have better credit wow that and is that, a hidden service yes that helps us ensure everyone has a decent place to live Which is your mission. even if yep. we can't build them a house fantastic i it just this is so great um habitat for humanity now tell us about restore oh our restore is is our favorite place to hang out I love um, that <laughs> thank you we do too uh we are the 900th or 800th and 77th Restore in the United States, so we didn't invent it, but it is a place where the public 
can make donations of furniture, building materials, mm -hmm. anything home-related. Um, tchotchkes. I have some old wine glasses going there in a few minutes. Okay. So, uh, and then the public can come in and buy it. But it's not like your your average thrift store. Uh, we we have lots of furniture. We also have arrangements with um, local retailers of very high end and medium. Medium end, I guess, isn't a term, mm -hmm. but high and medium grade uh, furniture that's coming to us brand new, oh. um, donated by businesses. Same with some lighting companies also donate new merchandise. And we had this tremendous load of new merchandise come from Lowe's not long ago. Oh, wow. So it's a combination of I'm going to go there right now. Is it open yet today? Yeah, it is. It is. It's right yeah. up the block from the radio station in Aberdeen, folks. So if <clears throat> you want to donate something that's big and bulky, you can ask us to come pick it up, and we will do that. Um, go to the website, AberdeenRestore.org, and there's instructions there of what we what we accept and how to do it. Also at the Restore are fun things like recycled paint. This isn't paint we're recycling or uh -huh. our leftovers. It is a new paint product made with recycled paint. You can save over over regular paint. Oh, so it's not someone scraped the wall and put no, all the chips in no, a can. No, no, it's, it's a very <laughs> green product. What I really like is recycled chalk paint because chalk paint, if you paint furniture or something, costs a lot, and this is half the cost, and okay. it works great. So we have some of those items. We also have brand-new scratch-and-dent, but brand-new um, appliances. I just wow. bought a stackable wa washer and dryer there. And we need a fridge for our office. There you go. This is perfect. Pick it up today. Amen. Any pumice? Do you sell pumice? <laughs> no, we don't sell pumice. <laughs> but we are very dependent on volunteers at the ReStore, too. Okay. So you would be doing customer service, maybe some cashiering. We have one awesome gentleman who his job is he repairs donations oh that goodness. come in. What a um, great job. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Especially if you're retired and you have time available. I'd love to right. volunteer with him. I'd probably learn a ton. <laughs> yeah, I would too. I would too. Uh, you can also drop off donations. We we meet you at the door, uh -huh. at the the side door where um, where trucks can come in. And we meet you there, we take your donations, and of course you get a receipt mm -hmm. because they're fully tax deductible. And 100% of those profits go to build houses in Harford and Cecil Counties. Wow. And that is AberdeenRestore.org. AberdeenRestore.org. Now, f say we want to have a great time and celebrate the great stuff you do and hear some great music and eat some great food in about four weeks is there any 
Do we have? Any, do you have any solutions for us? Ask. <laughs> Come on to our Dream Builders Ball held at Water's Edge. I can guarantee you it will be beautiful, and the food will be great, and the music will be awesome, and we'll 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 celebrate and have a party. So if if a tool belt really isn't your thing, if you're more of a glam person. We have a glam event. It is Friday, March 22nd from 6 to 10 at Water's Edge. Appropriately named the Dream Builders Ball. I That's that right. Name. That's right. Um, and we'll, we'll do, do the gala thing with Habitat. And folks, um, Habitat, uh, susq.org is the best that's the best place, and we have tickets and sponsorships available there, or give us a call. Dream Builders Ball, March 22nd, Friday, four weeks from today, 6 to 10 p.m., Water's Edge Event Center, which, if you haven't been there lately, the food just keeps getting better and better there. They're really doing a great job, um, and it's a beautiful view. Um, go to habitatsusq.org. That's short for Habitat Susquehanna. H-A-B-I-T-A-T-S-U-S-Q dot org or AberdeenRestore.org or call 410-638-4434. Um, Karen Blanford, Habitat for Humanity, Susquehanna. This, is, this has been great. Thank you. This was so fun for us, and, and, and I appreciate you inviting Habitat of along. Of course. And we're going to stick around for a second, because speaking of another great organization Aww. that does somehow gets thousands of things done a year, <laughs> the Li Harford County Public Library. What's going on uh, well, at ACPL? Well, stewardship, we do get a lot done, um, and we have a really exciting first event happening tomorrow at our Aberdeen Library from 1 to 4. It's our first human library and um, that's an event where we have book volunteers or volunteers who have volunteered to be books and um, you can check them out and have a conversation with them about um, diversity issues or anything related to civility um, it's going to be a really awesome event and we have nine books scheduled and I can tell you we've interviewed every single one of them many times, and they are an amazing slice of the wonderful people that live in Harford County. So Sounds like an awesome event. It's going to be great. So if you're around tomorrow, and I think it should happen before the rain starts. I heard we're supposed to get rain. So come on out to our Aberdeen Library. Um, and speaking of our Aberdeen Library, we are getting ready to close our Aberdeen Library branch from March 3rd until August. Abingdon. Abingdon, it? yes, Abingdon. Don't Did tell I say the Aberdeen. No, sorry, Jennifer <laughs> Jones and the team there. Abingdon. They're thinking they're going to get some I days know, off now. I know. Um, we're doing some construction there. We're demolishing the roof and the windows and replacing those. We have a leak issue there. So um, the team is super excited. The customers are, um, you know, being directed to different, mostly to our Bel Air branch, to pick up their holds. And there's always information on hcplonline.org. We have a website there. You can click on that. We're going to offer updates throughout the whole process. Um, we're going to try and get it done as quickly as we can. Um, but right now, it's March 3rd through August 
of 2019. So that's in the works. And then Beyond the Headlines is a really interesting program that our Haver de Grace Library is offering on Wednesday, February 27th from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. And um, this is a, a kind of a book discussion group where they read and discuss books that deal with issues having an impact in our communities. February's selection is Rising, Dispatches from the New American Shore by Elizabeth Rush, and you can go to hcplonline.org um, for more information. These, um, <coughs> bless you. I hope that didn't come out too loud on the radio. <laughs> Bob is allergic to beyond the headlines. <laughs> um, but these are really, um, if you're into discussing current events and talking um, with people in a group about issues that all communities are dealing with right now, this is really the, um, the event for you. So lots of great things going on, hcplonline.org. Amazing. What a team. What a crew. Uh, Harford County Public Library. And we have about two minutes left, so we'll do some I tweets. I saved some time for those tweets you talked about earlier. Um, some of them a little corny. Uh, some of them are very cynical, but we like them. And it, it seems to be to a few people that do these tweets that are just everyday folks that, like, um, I think I just was last week, our friend. Yes. My age reversal cream is yes. working, I think. It gave me zits. <laughs> this is how we got into the whole we're getting old, losing our yes. memory conversation. Me, you got to learn to love yourself. My friend, don't you hate yourself? Me, yeah, but this is about you. Stay focused. <laughs> <laughs> and our friend, our friend, when I was four months pregnant, I asked a man if I could have a seat on the train, and I felt really sick as I was pregnant. He said, well, you want equality, you can stand. I threw up on him in his newspaper and his laptop bag. The look of shock on his face was very gratifying. <laughs> oh, she's a trap. <laughs> um, a chicken pie in Jamaica costs two pounds. Uh, an apple pie in Trinidad costs two and two and forty. Uh, a, a cherry pie in St. Kitts costs two pounds and fifteen pence. You know what these are? The Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. <laughs> no? How about this? Let's get married and have kids. So instead of trying a pumpkin beer, you can stop crying while I go back into the corn maze to find the shoe. <laughs> and lastly, boss, if you fall asleep again today, I'll fire you. Me. Okay. Boss, now go and do the sheep inventory. <laughs> he can't help it. He can't help it. Um, <laughs> I know there's another one on that page. Yes. Uh, me, I feel like I'm getting sick. My husband, already wallowing in a tub full of lemon, lemon ginger water, carefully drafting his obituary. I think I might be coming down with a little something, too. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. I am immobilized, and Cindy's out, you know, juggling eight things. No kidding. Probably yeah. 12 things. Probably 12 things. All righty. Well, guys, that's all the time we have for the Hartford Edge this week. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.